0: Podcast episode 76. 77? 76. Uh, 76. Is, is it 76? I
1: fucked
0: up there, sorry. <laughs> uh, my name is Gone. This is Stu. Ah, 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 ah. It's not stew Lord Stu. No, it's Lord Stu. <laughs> You'll notice this said- is going out on a Wednesday because stew was big time in us yesterday. <laughs>
1: I'm fingling, just... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, folks. I know we're a day late. It's all my fault. I apologize. But um, let's be honest. The half a dozen people that listen to this are just happy we're still going and thought we were taking another hiatus. So, but no, no, no. Just a day late. My bad. My bad.
0: Are you gonna explain why?
1: Oh well, it was it was my birthday. There you go, folks. <laughs> and my, sis- my sister thought it would be funny as hell to actually buy me a legal lordship. I own a small piece of land in Cumbria now, in Hogun Manor wherever that is. <laughs> I even have a, I even have like a crest and everything. So I might get that on the back of my leather waistcoat at some stage. I think that'd be pretty cool. It's it. actually a pretty cool crest. It's, you know, one of those old school sort of crests with like the deer heads and the shield and all that there. So, yeah. But I own this five foot by five foot piece of land in Hogan Manor in Cumbria now. So there we go. That's that's what the... And as a legal lord, I, I, was, I was actually reading about this. It literally is... Complete. like, I don't have to, like, do the whole document. I might do it for a bit of crack sometimes, you know, if I'm booking something. I don't know. Uh, what's your name? Lord Stuart Gibson or something, but whatever. <laughs> but it could be a bit of fun, see what happens. But yeah, I thought that was a very funny, very random and funny present that I received yesterday.
0: You should so, declare yeah. yourself a sovereign state. And see, go. I was thinking, can I do that? <laughs> I have no idea.
1: That'd be fucking brilliant. This five five plot of land is its own country.
0: Um... So I understand that you have got a copy of Sonic Frontiers there. Have you played it?
1: Haven't even played it yet. Um, uh, It's installed, but obviously uh, I have been doing my quote-unquote day job, so I have not got a chance to try it yet. So I'll give you a full roundup of uh, Sonic Breath of the Wild uh, next week. So I will. No, Sonic uh, Creed Origins or. You know sonic legends or Crash, whatever you want to call it uh i don't i to me they've clearly looked at the success of open world games and went yeah let's do that with
0: sonic that's you can't go throwing around comparisons like breath of the wild now that's <laughs> that's
1: what everyone was calling <laughs> when, when they first seen it just because obviously they see just the big vast fields ah, uh, of breath of the Wild." because no other games have open fields except for Breath of the Wild. I just hope it doesn't turn into the bloody Elder Scrolls Sonic the Hedgehog and it's buggy as shit.
0: Oh. Um. Well. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've, I've heard that there's... I don't know if it's buggy, I've just heard that the pop-up is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it seems to be reviewing not terribly. But it's, it's, just, it's kind of where you expect a Sonic game to be, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a... You were saying what's what, 70-odd on Metacritic?
0: Yeah, like 72 or something.
1: Yeah, so it's about 15 points below the likes of Generations and stuff, but it's still way above the likes of 06, which is fine by me. Jeez, 06. I still have nightmares. What? what? I think Sonic Generations is in the 80s or something. Yeah, uh, 77. Oh, it's Generations only 77. That's good.
0: <laughs> oh no, but I know, I know.
1: I was convinced it was in the, or maybe it's manias up there a bit more. Sorry, maybe that's what I've been. Yeah, I, I
0: think manias in the 80s, like it's.
1: Ah, that's what I got mixed up by. Sorry, mania, not generation. Um,
0: but yeah, the high 70s,
1: I suppose, is grand. But as we were talking before we recorded, you know, uh, the 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 hedgehog used to freaking shift systems, and obviously those days for him are long gone.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone's chopping at the bit for every Sonic game that comes out anymore. It's more of a, like, oh, please don't be shit.
1: Yeah. Please don't be 06 or please don't be um, a ship. I, mean, I forget the name of that. Is it Forces? Forces. That's the one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, the worst thing was it tried to do the Generations thing and just completely shit all over it. And I was like, how, how could you take Generations, which is one of the best 3D games, and make a bad job of it? How do you do that? Of course, you're Sega, you're Sonic Team.
0: Oh my god. They never seem to know what they want to do with it.
1: No, I think that's the problem. They keep just experimenting, trying to, oh, let's try this way, let's try that way. Sure, like I say, half of Sonic Unleashed was a freaking brilliant game. The other half was like this terrible God of War clone. And I was like, why would, you, why would you let me play this incredible fast 3D Sonic level and then make me play the same level as a werehog? Why did you do that, Sega? What were you thinking? Nobody plays a Sonic game for this reason, so... <laughs> You know, people have modded it now on the PC, so it's just all the actual proper Sonic levels, like the werehog shit, gets modded out of the game.
0: Well, let's say we uh, talk about some games we've Mm. actually played. Um, Yeah, I'll let
1: you start this week.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Um, So I got uh, Harvestella, which is that Square Enix game they showed a while back where it was like farming and JRPG combined. Okay. Uh, so, if you're familiar with games like uh, Stardew Valley, and there's a ton of these coming out soon, um, mm-hmm. that's what the, the farming side of it is. I don't mean farming as in killing things to get drops, I mean literal planting things and watering them and then harvesting Clarkson them. Clarkson style. <laughs> yes, we all know Jeremy Clarkson invented the concept of farmers. <laughs>
1: It's sad that he's probably the most famous farmer, but we'll move on from that. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so this sort of takes that style of game and tries to blend it with a JRPG, mm. uh, sort of more of an actiony JRPG because uh, that's what the, the combat is—real-time action. Mm. Um, and at first, I was uh, I was playing this, and then sort of questioning, "Why did you get this?" Because this this is like. You, into farming shit and all. Um, mm. <laughs> but as I played it, I got more into it. Um, and I'm actually really enjoying it um, while well, I try and see how many hours I've played so far. So I'm 15 hours into it now. Wow. And, yeah, so it sort of blends the... I think it does a really good job of of having the, the that farming aspect plus the Here's a story-driven RPG where you're going to have to go out and fight monsters and solve mysteries and what have you. Um, So your day is like there's a real-time day-night cycle. Um, So you have to sort of plan out your day of what you're going to split up between doing stuff on the farm and then going off and doing quests and uh, progressing the main story. Um, and it, it like Stardew Valley; it has seasons and that you can only grow certain stuff in certain seasons, um, and and things like that. But uh, yeah, it seems to get a, a good balance because like you can do the the farming for a while, which you're you know you're watering your crops, you're planting things, you're plowing, um, you know, doing all that stuff that, that's in those games. But then you can just go right. I'm way to kill some monsters now, um, and go out into the field, uh, take quests, and. Uh, one of the the towns and uh go into sort of the areas where where the the combat happens uh the combat is pretty simple so far as far as i've come but you know 15 hours in a jrpg Uh, isn't a lot quick
1: so quick question so i I, forget i feel like i need to just rewind here so the farm inside of this game Mm mm-hmm How, I mean, does it have any effect on your character or XP or anything for when you move into the combat? Or is it just like a separate, is it like, is it like you're playing two different games or is there something that each side benefits the other?
0: No, the, your farming does benefit you. So that's how you make most of your money is three ah. farming. You need the money right. to upgrade your weapons and stuff. But also there's you can there's a whole cooking system with it as well. So you can take the things you've grown, uh, make meals from them and they will that's how you heal and that's they they will give you buffs as well. Um, so it, it does tie in it's not, you know, I guess like they just took two separate types of game and stuck them together and hope for the best
1: <laughs> I was wondering because it's very unheard of for these two styles of games to be put together so I was like I wonder how this actually melds to make one game
0: um, I think it's doing a pretty good job, like it, it's a lot of it feels very simplified from like other farming games but uh, like, like I say I could still be early uh, like, you can expand your farm, you can get livestock, you can um, get things like, you know, that'll turn your, your grains into flour or, like, stuff like that. That's that's all in, in Stardew as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. It, it's It does the old uh, JRPG of you wake up with no memory of anything in some mm. some <laughs> place and you haven't a clue what's going on. Someone explains to you. And, oh, uh, there's these four big crystals around and they represent the different seasons and, um, at the end of every season, a thing, happen and a thing happens called the I think it's called the quiet Um, where there's this weird red stuff in the sky and it just fucking kills everything. Like, uh, you're not supposed to go outside in it and it kills all your crops and that's the start of a new season, so you're, you know, starting, uh, planting new crops and stuff. Um, yeah, so there's there's a whole weird thing with um, you know this this big uh, sort of meteorite falls uh, falls to the, the the ground and you go looking that and you find some woman in there and she's unconscious and then she wakes up and she's like ah oh, just she assumes she's from the future but now uh, I, don't, I don't know there's there's something weird going on with that that story where it may or may not have gone into an area which may or may not be. Uh, dystopian looking city i I don't know so (laughs) so who knows what's going on um but yeah i I think i will continue to play this because it's it's an easy one where you can you could play it really well in in quick sessions because you're just picking it up you're starting the day you go and do all your farm stuff Go running out, kill some monsters, uh, make some progress in the dungeon, uh, and then warp back home and then go to sleep. It does make you go to bed, stupidly.
1: (laughs) It makes you go to bed.
0: It does, I. If you don't go to bed, you will literally pass out at midnight. (laughs) Right. And it's like, like, at 10 10 at night, it's like, you're feeling sleepy. I got stuff to do, come on. So
1: you get a warning at least. Yes, yes. You'd. Right. So there's bound to be something at some stage—a crop or something—that you can make that maybe helps you stay awake for longer. Then
0: uh, I don't I would know. Maybe maybe I can grow coffee at some point. Grow coffee. It's uh, I, I've played some Stardew Valley, but always sort of it, it gets a bit uh, tedious. I would say, mm. um, especially like there in Stardew there is a whole thing about you going into these caves to mine and stuff and there's monsters out there, but it's like it's almost. You know, it's, it's a top-down 2D sprite sort of thing, so the combat's not the most involved. It's almost like early Zelda-type stuff going on. Um, but in this, you've got a bunch of different combat jobs, like different classes, that you can switch between three of them at will. Um, and then when you use that class, you get points towards uh, skills. Each one has its skill tree. Each one has a different weapon. Um they haven't worried about weapons at all so basically you woke up with this weapon that you have that can change into literally anything you want and that also doubles up as your farming tool so it is it's like a hoe a hammer and a watering can and it can (laughs) then it can also turn into a sword or an axe or a magic staff The basically what whatever you, whatever the fuck you want it was like we can't be bothered to do equipment drops just, just yeah you have everything um but it is handy like when you upgrade that that just upgrades all weapons for all classes so you don't have to yeah, worry about farming out the the right materials for uh specific upgrades um hmm. yeah I, I i don't mind it at all isn't the best looking game because it is a switch game technically i'm playing it on pc um, All right. so it's not the highest fidelity of graphics. It's just you know anime style, uh, very Square Enix Final Fantasy type clothes and character designs, uh, going on there. Um, but yeah, that that's Harvestella. If Harvestella. You, if you, if you like the farming sim, or they call it a life sim, but the, if you like that type of Stardew valley stuff and then want something a bit more uh with the whole com combat side rpg side to it then yeah this is a good shout the 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 combat i should probably describe as it's like you've got your normal attack on x and then you've got uh if you hold down your right trigger you've got access to special abilities which go on to cooldown um and then boss characters will have like uh you know, the, the different enemies will have different weaknesses and bosses. You can actually if you hit them with enough weakness, you can put them into a broken state, which increases the damage you do. And then if you if they have another weakness and you break that one as well, they go into a double break. Um so like there's a wee bit of depth there. Um, but it's it's not um it's kinda plays like the tales of series of games, but not as we mean not as much depth in, um, and there was another game uh, played for the first time, uh, children of Morto, which is a roguelite light, roguelite. Um, and it's kind of like, it, you know, top down pixel art, really nicely animated pixel art, but it's kind of what you expect. You, you're, you play as this family, um, and the different members of the family are, are basically your different types of class or, or, or weapon, like the, the dad's sword and shield, and then the, the eldest daughter's got a bow. Uh, the younger son has, has double daggers. And as you unlock more family members to, to use, you get uh, weapons and abilities, basically. Um, and it's kind of what you expect. Procedurally generated caves where you go in... Um, trying to fight your way through to the boss, um you'll probably die the first couple of times but you carry over progress. It's a mm. Um Probably the interesting part of it, though, is the, the sort of family dynamic where as you get skills in one character, the, some of those skills are car- carried over to the whole family. So you're sort of uh, incentivized not to stick to one character and just play as that one if it's the one you find. You know, it's worth your while going out of your comfort zone and trying to get the others leveled up too because it will Mm. help with them all in the long um yeah it's a that's a pretty solid Wii uh roguelite if you're into those kinds of games
1: i do enjoy a wee roguelite now and then Now,
0: it's
1: been a while since i've actually played a good one because obviously i put a lot of time into the likes of isaac and then there was that one rogue legacy was very good
0: there's a sequel to that now
1: Oh, we must get a look into that. That was the first one was fantastic fun. But yeah, I think the roguelike's one of those ones, if it's done well, you have a game that you just go back to every so often. You never get bored of it. Yeah.
0: Two brilliant ones for that are Hades. Yep. Which I can't recommend enough. That is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Dead Cells. I think you'd really like Dead Cells.
1: I've actually been looking at Dead Cells because of some DLC that was announced this week, which is based on Hotline Miami, one of my favorite oh, I, game series. Uh, so I was like, ooh, an excuse to, because don't get me wrong, I've always wanted to play Dead Cells, but I've always been sort of preoccupied with all things. But now it's like, hey Stuart, this is the only way you're going to get any type of new Hotline Miami fix. I'm in. So, so <laughs> yep, what, you're, what, Cells, you're, here
0: what you're telling me is this cross-marketing stuff actually works?
1: <laughs> if it's Hotline Miami, yes. <laughs> only if it's Hotline Miami.
0: If they put Hotline Miami into Fortnite, would you you'd be straight on there?
1: No, because there's no way they'd get Carpenter Brute. It's, you gotta get, right, you just can't fire in a skin. You gotta give me that Hotline Miami beat, that feel as well, and you know there's no way Fortnite is gonna be able to pull off that Carpenter Brute feel. No fucking chance.
0: Oh, no, that's the thing. We, no matter what they put in Fortnite, it still feels like Fortnite. <laughs>
1: You gotta get that feel, and that's the thing. I was watching the gameplay of this DLC, and these they've got like Shovel Knight and a couple of other indie people that you know. But the one they really kept focusing on was Jacket because all he does is he just does one type of swing with the bat. So it was like showing you Shovel Knight doing his bouncing around and all this here, and then it would just cut back to Jacket just beating a guy into the ground with the bat. I mean, literally beating his head into the ground and then just keep wailing on him. And then it was showing you all these guys with abilities, you know, jumping around upside down and turning the camera this way and the other. And it just cuts back to Jacket, still wailing the same guy with his bat over and over and over again. I was like, sold. I
0: assume that's paid DLC. I
1: assume so, yeah. I know yeah, that- I would happily pay for, because obviously I know Dead Zales is a fucking great game and they put a lot of support into it. So it'd be something I would happy to support.
2: Yeah,
0: they did release a bunch of free... Mm-hmm. Right, so what have you have you been playing? Anywhere?
1: I I have been playing a uh, a game on Steam called Blood West, and uh, I was looking at it for a while, and I kept hemming in hand wondering if it was going to be my thing, and then it went on sale over Halloween there because you know Steam do Halloween sales, you know whatever, mm-hmm. and it dropped to a nice price. I, I dropped it, it, dropped to what I call my acceptable Steam price. So I <laughs> picked it up, and it's like a. It's kind of got like a souls thing going where you've got places to rest. So first things first, it's a first person I'm not gonna say open world because the world is not that big. It's like a really big hub. Yeah. A really big hub. That's the best way I'll put it. Um, but you wake up, no idea who you are, you're in the wild west, and shit is gone south. So you start off with nothing, you find a rusty pistol and an axe and same thing you you meet again, he goes, Listen, go out there, do a bit of killing, but just be careful because if you die you'll come back here and all that there. But every time you rest, the creatures resurrect and all that there. But and it's got the roguelike thing going as well, because any progress you make, uh carries when if you get killed. But if you die so many times, you start to suffer curses. Oh. So and but you can find ways of breaking these curses it will make the game harder until the curse is broke, yeah. or if you make if you make enough money, you can find shamans and you can pay them to get rid of your curse. So it's it's got a cool wee sort of element going there. It's got it's got like a very PS deliberate PS1 graphical look. So thankfully, that means my wee computer can run it no problem. Um, combat is very very. Uh, I will say I won't say brutally realistic, but if you miss a shot, <laughs> you're in trouble. Because the enemies will be on your ass in seconds. Like, I, I thought the, I found myself a nice big double barrel shotgun the other day, and I thought, right, this is it, lads. This game's fucking sorted now. I, I ran up to just three basic enemies, just three, and I got butchered to bits because <laughs> I missed my first shot. The second shot only winded the second enemy, and then by the time I reloaded, I was dead.
0: Get shot with a shotgun, but it's all like, right. I'm just wondering.
1: I, well, they, they're like they're like big monsters, like it's all big mutants and demons and stuff. Um, but I, 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 sh- I, I don't think I got the full shell into him. I think that was the problem as well. So it was more my shit aim as well. <laughs> but yeah, th- this thing just looked at me, was like, Right, whatever. And by the time, like, he was busy sort of reacting, the other two were just beating the absolute piss out of me and minced very, very quickly. So they do, they do say, Listen. Once you get later into the game, you can be a bit more sort of action heavy. But at the start, it's very stealth. You know, you're sneaking up behind boys and sort of sticking a pickaxe into their head and stuff. But uh, it's got a nice atmosphere as well. Like I said, it's like a horror Western type thing. Um, Creature design is very cool. That's the one thing that stood out to me straight away. Um, So one of the creatures I came across was called, they literally called it the Birdman. And -hmm. the first time you come across it, you, you go into like this wee Western ghost town, and he's standing in the middle of the street, humming, and you think oh, it must be an NPC and he turns around, and it's like a a full vulture's head, just starts (laughs) squawking and screaming at you, and starts shooting at you, you know, because they're able to use guns, and I was like holy shit, this went south very quickly and because he starts squawking, all other types of shit come out Um, but yeah, it's it's very cool like I say, it's sort of get out there go around the world, see what you can find, and things like that, you'll find traders, and you know, boys who'll, you know I'll give you, they'll, they'll, they'll do direct swaps. You know, I, I've got the shotgun, you know, I've got this golden pistol ammo that'll kill anything in two shots or whatever. So, you know, do you think, you know, do I give up my my shotgun, you know, for because I've got this nice pistol or whatever? Or do you, do you want to go more melee based and maybe just start getting sabers and things like that? But I have yeah. to admit, I, I wasn't too sure if I was going to like it. That's why I wasn't willing to pay a lot for it. <laughs> and I've probably only put a wee bit of time into it. But after admit, I've been enjoying what I've been playing. It's it's got a cool feeling to it. Like I said, I was just looking for something. I love games set in the Wild West as well, and I was looking for something more westerny feel. And someone gave it a good description on one of the reviews. It's like a single player hunt showdown,
2: yeah.
1: which is a pretty cool way of putting it.
0: I was about to ask that. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure I'm looking at the same review. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's a it's a pretty cool, good, uh, pretty cool way of putting it. So big open map. I think the map would be it'd be a bit bigger than the hunt maps, but like mm. I say, there's some creatures I I've heard them, but I haven't seen them yet. And there is <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how to fight them yet because there is literal ghosts oh, and like aye like bullets and all just do nothing. Because there was a guy giving me this mission. He's oh I know about this uh, artifact that can do this that and the other, but I don't want to go near it because there's ghosts and they give me the heebie jeebies. And it's like yeah I've got this. Kick ass shotgun and all, but I don't think I'm going to do much day of ghost, so I'm going to put more time into it and definitely enjoy it a bit more. And it's again because it's just there's no multiplayer element to it, it's just you know, pick it up, have a bit of fun, put it back down again. So nice. I'm starting to enjoy my sort of single player games a bit more. Um, but yeah, Blood West, I'm pretty sure it's early access as well, so it's not finished yeah, yet. Yeah. So, but yeah, looking forward to seeing more from it.
0: Uh, we have this week. Um, anything else since yesterday? I had a quick flick. Up?
1: There w- wasn't much that i seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> See, we had these notes prepared yesterday, folks, and I didn't. I, I, I no-showed.
0: Saints <laughs> True developers doing a beast of an update.
1: You mean the sage developers are fixing their game? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Man,
2: the only thing I've was... seen,
1: actually, that looks pretty interesting was the, uh, the rejected 2D uh, Metroidvania. Dark Souls 3.
0: Yeah, that's uh, Very odd
1: to reject that.
0: Look at that picture, too.
1: It does look very cool. You should, Jeff, if you're a Dark Souls fan and you didn't know about this, go check out the artwork. It looks very cool. Now, I know, obviously, this was six years ago, and there was a, what do you call it, an NDA? Is that what? yeah. So that's where you're not allowed to talk about things or something. Is no, that no,
0: is? Non-disclosure agreement.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Non-disclosure agreement. So obviously, he's all, six years have passed. He's allowed to talk about it now. But the person that did this went on to make that blasphemous.
0: Oh, that's why they turned it.
1: You it would look pretty, but wouldn't play very well?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as
1: soon as I read that, I was like, ah, this game probably looks brilliant. And they maybe got to play it. I don't know. Would you, you would have to have something to. Show, not just a picture. So they maybe just went. Now this doesn't feel right. Oh, uh, I was saying that, that blasphemous looked really cool. Yeah, it's played like crap.
0: It, it looks great, but I yeah, I just can't, just can't get into how it plays. Nah,
1: there was just something right. It didn't feel right for a, a Metro Adventure.
0: Um, so do you remember uh, at all who, or have you ever heard of? Palmer Lucky because I got a feeling I have to explain who this is. I'm not
1: gonna lie, I don't know who he is, but I did read the story that you're about to discuss. But we may need to explain who this person is.
0: Palmer Lucky founded Oculus. So he Ah. this is the guy that got the whole VR thing started. Um and then sold it to Facebook who then fucking pissed it up against the wall. Uh so um it is, I guess, some of the anime slash uh, light novel series, Sword Art Online. Have you heard of that? <laughs> yes. So anyone that, that's not aware, Sword Art Online um, started the trend and well, kind of, pretty much did start the trend in uh, of a type of anime called an uh, isekai, where... Um, it usually involves a protagonist being transported to another world out of their crappy life into one where they're amazing in this other world and all the girls want to kiss them. And they're usually shite. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a great way to finish that description. And they're usually shite.
0: Uh, they like not not even usually. They are ninety nine point nine percent of the times weird fucking power fantasy power fantasy wish fulfillment shite, um, hmm. and that includes Sword Art Online. It's a bit different because in that show, the main protagonist gets stuck in a VR game, um, and if you die in the game, you will die in real life. Uh, so as is the rule. <laughs> What Palmer Lucky has decided to do is make a design a headset that if you die in a game, you die in real life. Which is fucking nuts. Is this a prank? <laughs> I either that or someone needs to go check on Palmer Lucky and see if he's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, just because you make computer games doesn't mean you're very good at them. So if he went and tested this thing, it got killed. <laughs>
0: It can't be real, the thing he's made, because there's an actual thing. There's a photo of a thing. And so in the anime, it uses microwave emitters or some shit to bake your brain. Um, And this, he's got three explosive charges attached to the fucking thing. (laughs) (coughs) Well, of course we haven't tested it, because... there's a lot of things a huge variety of failures that could occur and kill the user at the wrong time instead of killing them at the right time yep uh yeah this is uh just weird but it's funny
1: yeah it's one of those random stories that you have to discuss it really is
0: yeah should not
1: i'm guessing he's a fan of the show and that's why he's did this
0: i don't even know if he is a fan so yeah, it's, it it was uh, the they were just doing a day of stuff where uh, to commemorate the launch of the show uh, it was done. Um, so I'm guessing maybe he was contacted to do this sort of thing. Uh, he he, oh. well no, it says he he, he is uh, does have oh, okay. interest in the series. He's um, all like how the show actually increased the in uh, you know the interest in VR. Um, mm. and such who would do that? I, there's definitely people who would play a game like it oh
1: uh, that that's that's where you get your real sort of sweat lords. <laughs> Imagine your life was actually on the line you...
0: yeah, just uh, just
1: then I... I would completely completely find out all the hacks and cheats before I started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't look down on cheaters then No. uh so e a dead stuff. So, they have cancelled the Project Car series, which is three games in the series, and there will be no more of those games being me. Can you pause for two seconds, mate? My doorbell just went, sorry. I can pause, yes. Thanks. Or did I pause? Who knows? Because, like, if I hit pause, anyone listening won't notice.
1: I I swear I didn't cause an interruption there, folks. I was just fucking <laughs> around.
0: Yeah, so EA has cancelled the Project Car series. Uh, they bought Slightly Mad Studios, just um, hmm. kind of a thing EA does. Buy a studio, then cancel the thing.
1: Cars sells really well, though, doesn't it? It's not like it's a small studio or a small game series. Everyone's heard of Project Cars. It's multi-platform, so I don't understand why they would cancel this.
0: Yeah, I I don't know, but it has to be. It's probably something to do with you know why they bought Codemasters, so they have. A uh yeah. ton of games, but I don't think they have anything as realistic as uh, Project Cars. No. Because
2: um, a lot
1: of people, when Project Cars first came out, everyone was saying, I was like, this is like the new sort of... Because it was obviously just between... Well, for a long time it was just Gran Turismo, then it was Gran Turismo Forza, and then Project Cars sort of came up the middle and went, well, I'm not on either side, I'm for everybody. And it was kind of like that nice thing that you had a racing game for everyone rather than one side or the other.
0: Hmm. I don't think people were too thrilled about that third one. Oh, okay. Um,
1: Was that the one I had the motorbikes, So I don't know. Cause I heard they'd done a really good job with the motorbikes. Uh,
0: I have no idea. I've only played the the second one, um, but it is I enjoy them, but not as much as not as much as the Forza. Mm. They might be uh, a bit too in the realistic side of things. No. Uh, for me but uh, yeah it wasn't even I don't know what's happened here because it was Bandai Namco that published the first three um hmm. and then ea acquired them um and now I guess they're gonna move them on to other stuff that's to do with their other racing uh, games Yeah,
1: cause they haven't they haven't disbanded the team or anything no, they're no, just no. saying they're dropping they're dropping the the the, the the game series, like you say, maybe they'll move them on to something else. Then I guess.
0: Yeah, the studio still exists, but you know it's EA, so
1: yeah. Oh, they'll turn them into some live service racing game, or the uh, next Assassin's Creed will be a racing game.
0: Look, actually, live service works. That's for...
1: soft. What am I on about? <laughs> Jesus,
0: yeah. sorry. Forza Horizon is basically a live game. I suppose they keep adding stuff to it, and it's it's got. You know, weekly missions and seasons. You don't pay Ugh. for any of it. Yeah,
1: but that's what's called a good type of live service yeah. game.
0: <laughs> so they they monetize by selling car packs, which are new cars, not ones that are mm. already in the game uh, that you can buy, and then full on DLC expansions, like the Hot Wheels one they just did. Mm. Um, and yeah, that that is a really good way of doing it because you you still get cars added. For Hmm. free as part of the the regular seasons and uh, just keeps you coming back to the game repeatedly. Um, I hope they have something similar, Forza Motorsport, which they should have called Forza 8 the Ocho. (laughs) (laughs) They really should have. The Ocho. Um, Yeah, but just on this car stuff, so consider this, you cannot buy the first two Project Cars game. Hey, eh? you can't buy them anywhere. Anywhere. It's because of the licensing has lapsed on the cars.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was one of those games that suffered that.
0: And this will also happen with Project Cars Three. You cannot buy unless you go secondhand and get it on a disc. You yes. can't. You yes, can't. Yes, yes, yes. You you can't buy any of the more Forza Motorsport series.
1: And I guarantee, because people know that the secondhand market for those games is not. Sensibly priced
0: mm. on Amazon for uh, 20 quid. Oh,
1: Okay, so maybe I was there's... actually expecting a bit of a stupid price, so
0: but there's a new one out next year which will be on Game oh, Pass. Yeah. Mm. Good point. Let's just do that instead. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's weird how the car license and stuff works No, It is, isn't it? I you can buy. Need for Speed games going back years still. Yes, is that different?
1: Yes. How Need for Speed do it, and th- they're very clever how they do this. They will have a a manufacturer, right? So you can go into like your garage and you'll look at your Lamborghinis. See the then Lamborghinis in there. Mm-hmm. They're not exactly road going Lamborghinis. They they'll be slightly wrong named or they will be not really? the correct oh yeah yeah that's that's how you get around it so lamborghini are happy enough to go yes here is the license for using the lamborghini badge and name but we're not going to let you use the name aventador you can call it the avantador or you can call it you know the They'll, they'll find ways of working around it. It's it, as you say. Need for Speed was probably the most famous one because obviously Burnout never used real car names. No, Need for Speed no. was always used. There's there's some manufacturers how they get around this is even cleverer though. So obviously one of the most famous uh, road uh, uh, racing Porsches is the Porsche 911 Carrera. Mm-hmm. If you're ever looking at old Need for Speed games, it's the Porsche 991 Carrera. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's stupid things like that but that's how it's kind of like um another way of, no, it's another good way of putting it it's, it's not as obvious but do you remember back in the old pro evo days it was man red and man blue
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah, obviously that's way more sort of like obvious but where need for speed was like i will we'll get the porsche badge and we'll get the porsche name but we can't have the actual models of the cars
0: I don't get it. Is it not in manufacturer's interest though? Like, especially in a game like like the Forza Motorsport series, where yep. they they treat cars with this reverence, it's mm-hmm. like it's basically a big car advert. Well, why? Yep. Why would you not want your car in there? Because
1: I, what they think to themselves is right. We'll allow you to use this. Say again. Let's say the nine eleven. Porsche say, right, you are got this for four years, but after that, you got to pay us again. game. Whereas if they go, aye, you only have to pay us the once, and then say, for for to decide, well, we'll just put out 10 years of DLC for this game, Porsche, Porsche will be like, aye, what the fuck? Hey, we paid for our game, but we're not getting any more money off you. We're, you used to fucking give us money every couple of years when you were doing a new game. Because you would estimate that your game would be like three years, but now this game's ten years. That's no good. So that's what it's all about, man. It's all about getting that extra money.
0: <laughs> but it's advertising. Where did I learned all that. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was on an episode of either Grand Tour or Top Gear. Because I vividly remember Richard Hammond and James May talking about it.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, th- th- that was way more insight than I was uh, ever expected RDE, on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. So there you go. I was just going to go, fucking car manufacturers, they're advertising your stupid cars, just let them use them.
1: Uh, but yeah. I remember Hammond and May talking about that. Actually, I don't think it was Grand Tour because they weren't done a tent. They were They were in like a... It might not even have been Top Gear, actually. It might have been them two just doing a show together. I don't know. But I do remember them two talking about it. And I remember at the time going, fuck, that's how they make all their money then because they were only allowed to use them names for so many years. And that's why obviously I Because my first thought was, oh, that's why Burnout doesn't use real car names so they don't have to get into all that shit. They just... like." you know, borrow the likeness of a car, but not completely, and then rename it to something else. So they just worked around it by giving them all the middle fingers.
0: The the burnout stuff, uh, they just completely. Yep. But I don't think, you can't, you you couldn't get away with doing a Need for Speed game without real world cars. Like everyone wants to, you know, playing that game, you know, you you want the skyline. Yeah. You don't want the, oh, it's kind it of, looks kind of like a Skyline. It's like, no, give me the mm. fucking car.
1: That's probably how they'll work around it with this new one coming out. You're saying it's got like that weird sort of anime look to it in places.
0: Yeah. and uh, if, like, uh, if, they uh, sort
1: of, if they sort of change up the shape of the car, then it's not the official. Again, we'll just use it, for example, 911. So they can just go, oh, it's a Porsche. I don't know. Let's call it a fucking Stingray or something. Everyone knows that it's a 911, but it's not called a 911, so they don't have to keep paying for the 911 model. They just keep paying for the Porsche bag. You
0: know, I'm looking up the the last game here, uh, and let's see what are they.
1: This is a bigger subject than I expected.
0: <laughs> so, so like the, the, I'm just looking up the, the skyline. They've got the 99 version mm-hmm. skyline GTR V spec. Then it says coupe, mm. but it doesn't say R34, which is the car's designation. You know the. Boom. Is that why? Because like mm-hmm. even in in that in that sort of community of the you know the JDM mm-hmm. street racing, it's known as an R thirty four. That's what they call it. Um So I I don't know maybe maybe well, that's, that's
1: another it. clever way of getting around it is leaving out that because technically as you said that is the name of the car. But if you just put in well
0: that's that's see that that's that was the genius of initial D mm-hmm. is all their cars are referred to as their factory designation. Mm. Um, so like the, you know, it's the, the, the main character is a, uh, is it Toyota Str- sprinter Torino, which is, is basically mm. like an eighties Corolla with rear wheel drive and, and shit. Mm. Um, but they call it the, the eight six, which is his factory designation. <laughs> But then, because of the popularity of that show and, and manga, they re-released that and actually called it the 8-6. <laughs> they did it, like, in 2013 or something, did, like, a, a new model of it. Class. Um, where Oh, I'm all turned around now. The next story. Oh, aye! N-7 day happened two days
1: ago. Oh, that's right. Speaking um, of the
2: EA.
0: Yeah. So... <clears throat> And they've sort of set this precedent now, is you have to give us something new of Mass Effect every 7th of November, and you've tied yourself into that. Uh, this year didn't have very much to show. Uh, they did say the game is progressing well in pre-production, which doesn't seem like <laughs> it's very close. It's quite
1: a long time away, I think, right? <laughs> Yeah, if
0: you're still in pre-production, nuggets, like And then they released a an image of concept art uh which shows a mass relay being built. Um and they also posted up like a an animated version of it with uh sounds going in the background and people decoded uh a, a message out of it. Um of course they did. Of course they did. which yeah it's what they wanted. Um, and that message was uh, Liara from the game, uh, who we know is gonna be well is probably gonna be in this next Mass Effect. She was in the the teaser trailer they showed last year. Um, uh, so sort of I said, I can see it. How did we miss this? Exactly, the council will be furious. Although they should know by now, not to under and underestimate human defiance. And uh, it seems that she's speaking to a Geth. And this is probably going completely over your head. I'm afraid so. Please continue. Getha are the um kinda bad guys from the Laskians, the they were the the AIs that went rogue. Um but also, you know, Quarians were using them as slave labor, so yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Uh yeah, do you do you reckon uh, they've just the EA's just backed themselves into oh we have to do something <laughs> every year? in November
1: when did, this, when did this N7 day thing start
0: when did this start this had to be building this had to be building up to Andromeda they started this wow dances. it's been going that long I, I, yeah it's been going quite a while
1: oh, alright I thought it's only been the last couple of years I thought they were sort of using that as a build up to the the newest one because of the failure of Andromeda. They're like, oh look, no look, we've, we've got know. something
0: planned. Ah, but that, that seems like some marketing shit that they would have done. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, the, only, the only reason I'm saying that is because they were doing N7 days from before uh, from before the um, they announced this game It it mm-hmm. might have been the remaster where they started doing it then
1: Actually, that, that when doesn't they announced that,
0: maybe I don't know. It was, it was, it's definitely a mark, or at least some fans decided to do something, and they then ran with it.
1: <laughs> they could have piggybacked on it, and now they went, oh, bugger! We have to do something every year."
0: What do you think about this uh, strategy of the, uh, doing, like the doing the ultra feed, stringing you nah. along? Always my push. Do you rather just just shut up till you're done? Let me forget I about like this.
1: The, <laughs> I like the way Capcom do it and they go, here, look, here's a new Resident Evil and it'll be out within the year. That's like,
0: yes. fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that because, not only because you don't have to wait as long then, or, like it's also, there's it means they're confident in what they have and there's less shit that can go wrong. <laughs> Between, exactly, because if they're showing you stuff really early on, you don't know what they've got. We don't know what Mass Effect Five really is or what it's going to be. It could be a load of fucking dung.
1: It could be Mass Effect Five starring Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> and fucking Sega have their way.
0: <laughs> Still be better than Andromeda. <laughs> shitty cast. Of, I can I can't name you a single Andromeda character, but I could cr- I, I could. Could probably name you the entire crew of the Normandy, like that's mm. just how you th- that's that's the difference there, that's what they got wrong. Yep, um, yeah, I want to play Mass Effect 5, of course. I would love more Mass Effect that is good, Mass Effect. But uh, if you haven't, if, if you're if you haven't gotten into show, gone, just shut up.
1: Yeah, I, I do agree. I'd stop, sort of like. Given out, sort of, oh, look, here's an encoded message in an animated thing. It's like, I hey, nobody's here for that. We're all here to see the game, mm. but we don't have anything. It's like, will stop talking about it then. Uh,
0: so Call of Duty, if you remember, uh, we were led to believe that there would not be a new Call of Duty next year. Yes, that's
1: what we were told, and they were taking but, you know, a break. Activision um, loved that Call of Duty money,
0: yeah, but. It, it's weird in the way it's been worded. So yep. they've come out and said there will be a premium Call of Duty, or the next year's Call of Duty will be a full premium release. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't say the words new and game in the same sentence? Nope. Um,
1: a lot of people reckon it'll be a massive expansion for yeah.
0: modern warfare so, so Jason Schreier who, like, he's the guy that always, he breaks gaming news all the time. So he's the one that reported that it would be skipping the year. Um mm. Which, like, when you think about it, you probably should. Um But then, yeah. after, like, Modern Warfare 2 had a really good release, uh, so they're probably all like, oh, we need to act now! Well, it's hot! Um <coughs> But, like, he has gone on to say, it's like, they, uh, so he said they'd be selling new stuff for modern warfare 2, an expansion or or campaign um stuff. Uh and then they, they said this and it's like no, it's going to be a premium release. And now Schreier's saying basically they're talking balls. <laughs> uh um And they're calling it a full premium, well I didn't say they're talking balls, but he's saying it's called full premium release because they're probably going to try and charge you $70 for it, but this is not going to be a new from the ground up um, game. It's going to be an expansion still of Modern Warfare with with new single and multiplayer stuff in it. Sounds very Activision. It does, doesn't it? Because they...
1: Here's a really big expansion for the game you already own, but we want you to give us the same money as you gave us last year, but it's not a proper game, but we'll pretend that it is. It's like guys go and just go and just really like, just call it DLC.
0: Hey, Stu, the- Stu, do do you remember um do you remember playing Destiny? Yeah, I do. Do you remember what how how the uh expansions were priced when they came out?
1: Well that was right. Do you remember who was
0: pub- who was publishing Destiny at the time?
1: Yeah. I sang Destiny's prisoners too. Like, I really loved that game. And then they turned around One, exactly a year later and went, like, do you want to keep playing our game? Oh, yes, please. Well, you have to give us another 50 quid. And I was like, right, get fucked. Never touched it again since.
0: Yeah, so this is Activision doing that again. Yeah. Isn't I
1: don't wonder will they do the same thing where they sort of go, if you don't buy this, your game's basically useless.
0: Yeah, it's it, well, I imagine that that would probably leave you locked out of whatever content that is in this. But the big right. question is you couldn't... Are you going to be able to buy whatever they release next year and play it without owning Modern Warfare, Warfare 2? That's the big right. thing. Are they going to go, oh, it's a big premium release, but you need War, Modern Warfare 2. Also, it costs mm-hmm. the same. Also, we're not dropping the price of Modern Warfare 2 either. So... <laughs> So, uh, $140, Here, please. Here's
1: a nice bundle.
0: Ah, <sighs> we figured it out.
1: Aye. Uh, we should be video game detectives, man. We're well good.
0: <laughs> I thought you were saying we should be video game publishers. I was saying, no! I <laughs> <laughs> would I say that? I don't want to do this to people. What the fuck? <laughs> oh,
2: okay.
1: Now, if we were going to be publishers, we'd be like Devolver. You know the cool guys. Yeah. Uh. I reckon we'd end up going down that route. I like Devolver is one of my favorite publishers.
0: I would like to be like I know this isn't video games, but the Cards Against Humanity guys who like uh, on Black Friday put their price up by tenfold <laughs> <laughs> just to go. This is fucking stupid. You know that Black Friday sale? This game now costs ten times what it did. You fucking idiots! Um uh, You like God of War?
1: Do you like God of War?
0: Do you want to watch a film that is God of War with real do you people?
1: Yeah, I mean Gears of War.
0: That's what I'm saying. What did I all say? Right. You said God. Did I say God? <laughs> I said I you meant said God of War. It was gears in my head, and that and that's what counts. I was gonna say, what fucking stories he talking about? It's here? like you're all wrong. All
1: right. <laughs> uh, but there already is a God of War thing apparently happening, but yes, apparently no. Is it that Netflix is doing
0: yeah. a
1: movie, <laughs> a series? And uh-huh. open for other stuff?
0: Uh and a uh animated series.
1: Aye, Aye, animated uh, series.
0: Aye. It's like yo, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you just like like jumping out the gate firing fucking films Aye. and series all over the place? Uh what do you the-
1: call them With those. Because- Marcus, isn't it? John DiMiago does Marcus Phoenix.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine anyone? No. That voice is very distinct, except a lot of yeah. people like the idea of uh, Dia Batista.
1: Yeah, for the live action thing. I mean, for the animated series, this would actually, that would be the only person that you've, if you're doing an animated series, it's got to be John uh, DiMiago doing Marcus Phoenix.
0: But you know it will tie in to the, they're going to be a shared universe. Like. Oh, Alright. Who's to say I've, you even put Marcus Phoenix in it at all?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, it's true. You suppose you could do anything, but I enjoyed the first three Gears of War. I have fell away from it since then. I don't know if I'm interested enough to... Well, I'd watch it if it was on Netflix or through other means or something, but I don't know if I'm interested enough to be excited.
0: I enjoyed playing Gears of War. I don't think I really gave a shit about anything that was going on, ever. Dom's no, wife, who gives a fuck... Of-
1: there's only a couple of things I can remember, and they usually involve Coltrane.
0: <laughs> I remember going, Christ Dom, shut the fuck up, she's dead, fuck off, you whining the uh, whole way through here. <laughs> you can't even remember that, can you?
1: I No, I remember him, it's the third one, he croaks at, isn't it, doesn't <laughs> it?
0: Uh, I think so, but uh, Dom crowing on about his wife the entire time. I
1: genuinely don't remember him doing that. I just remember Coltrane getting the howl of the microphone in the middle of a locust bass and being, all, oh, you can run off to your bitch-ass queen and be, all, oh, please, mommy, don't let the big bad man hurt us and all this here. i thinking, this guy's awesome. I was probably too busy laughing to not give a shit about the other guy.
0: Yeah. Five's okay. It's it's, uh, it's more. Three of a, was the
1: last one I played.
0: It was more of the more Gears of War stuff. Cover base shooter. No. Way you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Did it have a strong enough story to do a series out of?
0: You could probably do, do something.
1: It's, I suppose it's probably just like a, a war-based show.
0: Well, I, I think it is. Even if we didn't pay attention to it, there's definitely a story there. Yeah, yeah. It's not about Mexicans or something. I what? Think, <laughs> Well, I think that's what it was supposed to represent, and the the oil and all. Ah, oh, it's it's not even it's not even well hid. It's a bunch of humans running in there. Uh, killing a bunch of, like, locusts uh, that are indigenous to that planet, but they're killing them f- to yeah. get get a hold of their not oil, yeah. their uh, emulsion. That's right. That's what it- <laughs> it's It's basically American colonial. That's what everything's about at all times. Um, uh, Square and- an Enix
1: are doing. But, yep. <laughs> I love how we just go, oh, Square Enix are at it again.
0: Uh, they're not really that much, they're being foolish yeah
1: they're sort of they're now saying oh we've got this great idea for a super blockchain game oh it's going to change the way video games work and the rest of the world scratches his head and goes no, it's not... right <laughs> although they are claiming they've made a ton of money off fucking blockchain shit as well and it's like no nobody's made money off that people pretend to make money off it but nobody's actually made money off it
0: i <laughs> know uh, i thought all the nft shit had died away and then ah, there'll, be, there'll uh, be
1: a couple uh... of hardcore boys still trying to keep it going uh...
0: Square Enix is being really fucking thrown about it though.
1: Yeah, they are. Square Enix is being pretty thrown, and so is um who's the other company that's still ch- chatting away about it? Ubisoft. Ubisoft no, are they, still very dark.
0: They've got very quiet after they made fuck all. Yeah, what true. The, uh, that uh when I mean, what was it? The Ghost Recon oh, game? Right. They're like, here's an NFT hat I It's like, go away. I know. Didn't they
1: set up a whole department in their company for NFTs and shit? Yeah. Wonder if all them boys still have their jobs?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, do, I mean like this is this is stupid. They they I don't even know what this is. She San, she million Arthur tenth anniversary NFTs. Can you translate no what that is? Uh <laughs> here's a game that
1: no one knows about that nobody really played, nobody really cares about, but here's NFTs for it.
0: <laughs> a medieval online strategy game, Block Lords. Huh?
1: Nope, never no.
0: NFT trading card game cross the ages. I mean, what's wrong with trading card games without NFTs? It's not mm. gonna work any different. So all your control your cards. It's like no one wants to buy them. No one wants to buy those NFTs of cards. Uh, invested in some developer that stupid fucking you ever see that sandbox metaverse?
1: oh yeah I've heard of it but I've never actually seen it in action
0: it's stupid, it's like do you want to pay yep. actual real money for real estate online?
1: because, <laughs> you know if the internet goes down that's
0: it <laughs> it's like we're seeing how well all this stuff is going for Mark Zuckerberg who is uh, uh, going to shortly sack 11,000 people that's right there uh, because um, I think he's stuck in a, what do you call it, sunk cost fallacy right now, where it's like, I've spent this much, I need to make something out of this, and won't stop.
1: Mm. I thought you were going to say he's stuck in like a loop. You know the <coughs> Bender gets stuck in a loop sometimes in Futurama, because well, I'm still pretty convinced that Mark Zuckerberg is not human. It,
0: it basically is a loop where you can't stop putting money into something because you've already put too much money into it. And you and just you're get too st- damn
1: proud to go, this is shit. I gotta stop <laughs> no. I'll
0: tell you what Zuckerberg did. He read a book called Snow Crash, which is a cyberpunk <laughs> novel that was written in 1992, and then decided, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, he, he stole. See, all this NFT shit. It's all everyone stole that out of that novel because in that novel, there is an online world called. The Metaverse, where you can buy virtual real estate.
1: Holy shit, really? Yeah, yeah. So he just directly ripped it
0: off? It's pretty much lifted straight from there. And we should not be lifting things out of cyberpunk novels to do in real no. life, because pretty That's much everything... A bad place. Yeah. Every fucking cyberpunk novel is like, this is the worst case scenario. Yeah, the world is a shithole. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't do that. No. Yeah, I was wondering whether to put that... Uh, you know, the Facebook uh, meta people losing <coughs> their jobs, which is shit. Um, but that tied in nicely to what the fuck Square Enix is up to. It's like, go and shut up and just make Final Fantasy games. Could you do that? <coughs> Could you do that for us? Uh, I guess as long as it doesn't interfere with actual games, then uh, yeah, spend or waste your money however you want. Um, and did you see... Uh, this happened before uh, last week, we we didn't talk about it last week because it slipped my mind, but uh, Sony removed the Leaving Soon tab from their PS Plus
1: Never noticed that, but I've never really been in there either
0: Yeah, so Game Pass, and when I I, I did go for a month to PS Plus to just see what was on the the service you know, Mm -hmm. the, the premium tier uh, and it was there then, and it's just telling you, hey, this is leaving the service on this date. If you want to play it, get it now. Uh, so Sony's taking that out because they don't want you to know when things are gonna leave. Weird. For some reason.
1: Like there's no, there's no, like people aren't gonna go, oh Jesus, this is leaving soon, so I'm gonna cancel my PlayStation Plus.
0: Or is it like you're enjoying a game? and it's like, hey, that could leave at any time. You better buy it. Or, uh, I don't know. Um, but in response to that, fans have started like making their own lists of what's leaving soon.
1: Of course they have. <laughs> yeah. Because mm.
0: C- you want to know that shit. Should- like, Surely that would be resulting in less games being sold, because would you not be like... So you see something on the leaving soon, and you're like... Mm. Right. So you go, oh, I wanted to try that. And then you try it, and you're like, ah, oh, I fucking love this. I'm never going to get through it in time. And then you'd buy it. Mm-hmm. But now you probably wouldn't borrow your arse. Yeah,
1: because you don't know what's leaving soon.
0: Because it just disappears one day, and you end up never playing it at all. I don't know.
1: It's a weird decision. Yeah. what the reason is behind it, but I guess, um, okay, that's Sony. The fuck?
0: <laughs> I like the leaving soon tab on, yeah. uh on Game Pass, so just leave that be. Um, and lastly on our news, Elden Ring DLC confirmed! Official! Yeah. D- Happy days. shouldn't say that, that's not true. Uh So people have been doing a bit of data mining. Is Elden Ring the most data mine game of all time? I would say that Souls is the most data mine series. Because <laughs> God, people yeah, dig into these games so much. They really do. Um... So yeah, a a couple of things have come out uh, from data mining uh, around DLC for Elden Ring, or possible, possible uh, DLC. So first was a uh, data miner called Lance McDonald. We probably spoke about him on here before, I would say. Um, Says there is... From what was added in in recent updates, there seems to be been uh some uh, referencing ray tracing features uh like in the menus. So he found those oh, there's like hidden menus for ray tracing. Um, tried turning them, made the graphics go all weird. Uh, but it looks like there might be more visual options coming up. Uh, as well, um, another data miner, uh, Sekiro Doobie, um found the names of new maps. So maps are named like M20 um, like M10 for Stormvale M11 mm. is Lendal. Um, so you know it's it's like a dungeon. So there's, mm. there's found new ones that uh, M20 and M45 um, so yeah it's the same sort of um, like M20 but it, it's so if you have M10 Stormvale M11 is Lindo and then you'll have M12 13 14 up to uh, M19 which is the end of the game so M20 is a new one um, and then there's also M45 Um, so that's points to like possibility of a an, a new like see dungeon of some sort and, and also something else um and then besides that, there was more digging about Don, um, same person, uh Sekiro Doobie. Uh and so they have found a possibility that the, the Coliseum's in the game, um, which this has been uh, spe- yeah, yeah. this has been speculated just by the fact there's Coliseums in the game, so everyone's like, ah, oh, it has to be some PvP thing. It has to be. Well, this person has found uh, text banners for you win, you lose, draw, and begin match. And uh, has also noticed that there are 30 empty spots in there for bosses in, in the <laughs> files. So up to 30 new bosses could be added in the future DLC. Nice. So yeah, well, uh, I yes. mean, we, we knew it was happening. like <laughs> There was never not going to be DLC. for. That.
1: Yeah, they've done DLC and. All their games, so be mad if they didn't give Elden. Yeah,
0: definitely. And they never do any battle passes.
1: No, I don't think FromSoftware know what that even means.
0: <clears throat> they don't like they don't even do cosmetics and shit like that. It's like
1: no, just no. here's more game.
0: Here's more game with the new weapons already in there. Go get them. You're you're not mm. allowed. That would be so. If you're able to buy weapons in in a store mm. with real money, that would just go against those games yeah, stand yeah. for. Everyone, of the people, always ask for an easy mode. They should sell that in the store.
1: <laughs> but if you play easy mode, your character can never take off a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> just this big nappy over the top of his armor and everything, just to show that you're playing baby mode.
0: Uh, that's gonna wrap up is the that, game. Is, uh, is that it, me being elitist? <laughs> yeah, probably, but whatever. I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a joke. Speaking of elite. are you are you serious? You no. want you want nappies on Elden Ring invasions? What? You could probably mod that in.
1: <laughs> on your invasions. I love how you say that. As if everyone in be on easy mode.
0: Uh yeah, wrestling. Yep. So, and speaking elite. of elite, we got another another wee uh teaser.
1: That was a cool one this week.
0: Someone who do you reckon is deleting the footage of the elite one in the trios Can't titles?
1: Gotta be old crack eyes himself, Tony Khan.
0: <laughs> so they're trying to, trying to wipe him out.
1: Imagine <laughs> that was the feud. Tony Khan versus the elite.
0: I think that should be the feud.
1: That would actually be class. But, but you, Tony, would, all his vignettes would have to be pre-recorded.
0: Yeah, but I would give him give him someone, give him a John Laurinaitis type. Some, someone someone like everyone can hate the fucking guts of. Mm. Who, who just comes out with, Tony told me... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that'd be brilliant actually.
0: Ta- Taz could do it
1: like, Taz is too lovable these days everyone loves Taz
0: <laughs> uh, what about Jeff Jarrett he could do it fuck, oh,
1: fuck Jeff Jarrett fuck! I couldn't believe that do you know right so that match was a it was a grand old match right yeah. and then there was that fight well, at the, the end dar- where dar- your man took his I was, 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 was going to say d-
0: Jeff. D- 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 I, uh, Jeff Jeff Jesus
1: saved Jarrett <laughs> on the brain it was uh derby <laughs> allen and oh fuck his name's left me <laughs> lethal jay lethal jay Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. Mark, <laughs> i
0: completely name. went out of my head as well yeah uh, jay they, lethal, uh, they had a great match Good match. Uh, and then, so what do we we got the old fucking double bluff here because uh, like it's a it's a jay lethal match so you know there's going to be after the bell Shenanigans. So, you get the Sting music playing because it's you know mm. Darby, but someone dressed as Sting, as is tradition, comes yep. <laughs> and starts beating the shit out of Darby as well. Uh, um, were you convinced at all that they tricked you when well, you I saw the Sting? Yeah.
1: No, because that guy was like five foot nothing. things <laughs> I know Sting's in the sixties, but Sting is still actually massive. <laughs> like the guy got into the ring and he was smaller than fucking Sanjay Dutt. And I was like, right, this <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? What happened? <laughs> I shrunk in the wise.
0: Okay, what do you call uh, me? Cole Connors?
1: Aye. Uh, he took the mask off and I didn't know who it was. It was thankfully Excalibur was able to say and who it was. I was like,
0: The Great. crowd went Huh? <laughs> who? Which I think they were supposed to, to be fair. I think this was yeah. supposed to be a wee, uh, ah, oh, but who? And then for the real surprise, oh. a fucking guitar and that fucking
1: hat. I think I would have preferred Cole Carter to be the surprise. <laughs> Jeff fucking Jarrett. Why? Like, I don't understand. As you say, the only thing he might be good for is if this is leading up to something with the elite and uh, slap nuts is maybe just a freaking. I don't even like saying that, actually, because it's his thing, sir, but it, I do find that a funny thing to say, but I don't even know if it'd be a good mouthpiece.
0: <sighs> he's annoying to listen to. It's yes. my thing. I don't I don't like him at all. Now, apparently, oh. he's doing backstage stuff, which grand. He's, mm. you know, uh, charged coordinating live shows or whatever. He can do that. That's fine. I don't want to see him on TV. No. Like, seriously, he's...
1: What he is He is, well? He's should have stopped a long time ago
0: he's in great shape i'll give him that Mm. um but yeah i was like then he cuts that promo where he starts on about my family's been in wrestling i own wrestling and this company was built Mm. on my name so what the fuck are you talking about it was started by (laughs) three fucking first generation wrestlers who came over from japan you fucking idiot (laughs) what's what uh. Uh, oh, and, and if you mean like the Cody stuff was kind of like, you know, the old WCW that has, mm. you know, goes to his, you know, Jerry Jarrett's, what, what was his called again? Uh. uh I forget. I forget the name of his promotion, but was he Smokey Mountain? No, Smokey Mountain. That's Jim Cornette. <laughs> that was our shitty Cornette.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, I- or is he the WCCW?
0: Uh, world class
1: championship wrestling was that his?
0: Um I think he was just mostly N.W.A. Then. Oh, Okay. That's what I'm thinking okay. and he, like he, he was in all sorts of fucking. Uh, he was very hit into W.C.W. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, uh, th- uh, and then he calls himself the ass, the ass outlaw, <laughs> the last outlaw. Should call mm. himself the ass outlaw, which is Undertaker's gimmick.
1: I do remember that. Yep.
0: So he stole that. Um
1: he almost stole Undertaker's look for fuck's sake.
0: Yep. He did dressed all in black and he 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 put everyone on notice and no one in the back gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: Proud really didn't give too much of a shit either. Proud <laughs> didn't, didn't give a shit.
0: I think everyone was like, for fuck's sake. Not again. I swear to God. I had, it is... is uh don't know what's <laughs> was about it really. Don't. <laughs> Everyone, like all the people, saying, "Ah, oh, AW's fucked" after the whole CM Punk thing, and I was always like, "Ah, oh, fucking grand." It's, it's fucking. It'll, it'll go away. And then it was like Jeff Jarrett walks in. I was like, "Oh shit!" Or, or, uh, are, 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 are we fucked? Some... <laughs> are we fucked? <laughs> I think we might be fucked. Pack it up. We're going home.
1: Uh, I love how no one's reacting like that when Jeff Jarrett here, apart from me and you, were
0: panicking. <laughs> I think that, like uh, this. Uh, I don't think anyone's into this except probably Jeff. I
1: don't. I don't get that. I don't, I'm not even interested to see where it's going. I'm sort of like, okay, what, what do you want? What are you doing here?
0: This is a weird old show. This that that, that last week's dynamite. It, it was mm. like the crowd was really shit, but I I think it was like a really low selling one. You could tell mm. there's a lot of empty, blacked out. Like the second tier was blacked out and all, mm. um, and they didn't make much noise. Uh, and then they did that thing. Moxie had a match against um, uh, Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, and it was it was good. I was enjoying. It oh. it was like technical, and um, and then the crowd started going fucking bananas.
1: Yeah, I was wondering what the hell was going on.
0: I was, I was, is there a fight? What happened? No, it was some fucking football player from the Baltimore Ravens just decided to come from the back and waltz right fucking through the hard cam. And, and, oh, t- and take a right. seat on the other side. And you're like, even Moxie's looking up. What's going on? What's going on? I it's like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? No one's paying attention to the match now. They're all chatting at him, MVP. It's like, I am, if that was me in that ring at that point, I'd, I'd be pretty annoyed. It's like, why would you choose? You could have came out on a commercial break or anything, uh, but you come mm-hmm. out in the middle of the match and... Cause this whole big fucking disturbance, and then I wonder, I wonder if that's why Jericho called him out later.
2: That's what
1: I'm actually thinking. <laughs> <'Cause I, laughs> Jericho should have went over and just wailed him or something. Although did you <laughs> fucking forty? But did you actually see the wee thing on oh, Dynamite? Was, oh, I didn't know what was happening. I was, I was a bit scared. if
0: I'm honest. Yeah. Like, uh, so don't, don't fucking walk out in the middle of a match ever again. Yep. Or the boys will uh. come after you. <laughs> you don't want the boys after
1: you. Send Danhausen after. <laughs> but it was a good match. But uh, I, I wasn't too sure what was going on at one point, and then I realized, you know, i had a fucking cheering for some football player, right? Okay. Uh,
0: wasn't there there was a whole thing after that match as well with Page? Um, I guess this sort of ties into the the tournament because uh, he's going to be mm-hmm. in that full gear tournament for the membership, along with Ricky Stark. So we we'll get to you in a second. Um, do you reckon Paige is winning this? I'd C- like the same one because that—that's him jumping in the ring, and attacking Moxley, and he's—he's—he's he's, he's making a lot of noise at the minute.
1: Mm-hmm. And I—I to I see because Starks is on one side and Pages is on the other, isn't
0: he? I believe so. But pages Aye. Pages' first opponent is uh, Eddie Kingston. Exactly. Kingston could
1: Kingston could do that thing where he wins a match again, but he ends up getting DQ'd because he won't yeah. let go or something. I wouldn't mind Page beating him clean either. I suppose Eddie's emotions just get the better of him. Yeah, well, Page it's,
0: it's fine to get beaten. There'd be no shame. In it. Like I can totally buy Page beating Kingston all day long.
2: Yeah, Um yeah.
0: Starks, the his he caught a promo entering himself into the tournament. Was that on Rampage or? That was Rampage. Rampage. No, wasn't his best. Nah. No.
1: and if I'm honest, I'm worried a wee bit as well because see who he's got first. Who? Lance Archer.
0: <laughs> uh, I think Starks will pull that one out. I these these two are definitely getting a push now, um, along with uh with Willie Hobbs. Mm. Um and yeah, they're getting getting that title shot, like Ethan Page could be MGS first opponent, first defense. Be pretty cool. And it all ties into the story as well. But uh or they could be trying to swerve us. They're always trying to swerve us.
1: That's true. Uh
0: what about the the TNT title stuff at the minute. Uh,
1: (laughs) They're doing this whole muddled up thing with Wardlow. It's like, is he a tag wrestler or is he a TNT champ?
0: uh, Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird the way he's doing the whole thing with Joe. It's like, mm -hmm. did Joe challenge him yet? Did that happen? Did I make that up?
1: No, he hasn't challenged him, but uh, when Hobbs came out, uh, he did push Joe to the side and Joe didn't look too happy. So I think at some point we're going to get Joe and Wardlow. Yeah. But I would be happy if, I know it sounds horrible, but to me Wardlow hasn't done much with that belt either.
0: I was looking at his record. It's When you look back on it, it's, it's not the worst. He's, yeah, who's he? he's like at 150 days. He's had seven defenses. But d- Anyone worthwhile, honestly, <laughs> right apart here. from Cassidy. Okay. Um, right, give me a second.
1: Because uh, I always fought boys like you know Ryan Nemeth and people like that.
0: Yeah, he has had so so he takes it off Scorpio. He
1: right.
0: beat he okay. beat Orange Cassidy and mm-hmm. J, Jay Lethal. Oh, that, fair that's well. two okay. grand. Uh, right, so that's two defenses. Yep. Yes, he did. Ryan Nemeth squash and Tony Nee squash. Right, uh, and then Brian Cage.
1: That was a good match, actually. Though.
0: And then Matt Ta- Matt Taven. Uh, okay, so, that's so fair so enough okay. as well. Yeah. So he said the six defenses. Um, I
1: think it's just because it's all mixed up with this tag thing.
0: Yeah, feel like the, he's
1: concentrating on his belt that much. And for
0: some reason, it does take away from the title. Because if you remember, Darby had it. Darby's probably mm-hmm. Darby or Darby and Miro probably the strongest runs out of that. But when they had it, like Darby was like, "I'm defending this as much as I can," um, mm-hmm. and just took challengers all. But it, he, the, I think the difference is, remember that Dynamite was always ending with him in the main event? Mm-hmm. Or like every other Dynamite was the main event, was him defending that title? Um, yep. And he, like, if you look back in his defenses, so he beat Brian Cage, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, John Silver, JD Drake, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, Jungle Boy, 10 uh and then, then lost it to Miro. Um and nearly all of his defenses are over ten minutes. Um mm. there's two under but they're just under ten minutes. Like uh and like the the Matt Hardy match was was uh over sixteen minutes. Like that's a uh. it was false count anywhere as well. But the Wardlow stuff um I think as well uh, Darby's very good for being like <laughs> he might beat him but were you ever? Is there any any point where you thought Ryan Nemeth was taking it off Wardlow? No, no. Like
1: the one person I thought was actually going to take it uh, this whole time has only been Cage. Cage.
0: No, Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. He could take it. I could see him definitely take it, and I could. Uh, but like, I, I think where he's at with that run with that title, um, when you put it stack it up next to all the runs, uh, keep in mind some of them. There's <laughs> Sammy Guevara's twelve day reign <laughs> mm. is in there not um, But yeah, I, I think that's... yeah, it's not the best one, but it's not the worst either, and it's uh, no, it was decent. Um, but at the same time, they may keep it on them and do more. Yeah, it could lead to him and a Joe thing. I don't know. Yeah, so that's the yeah the the matches we so like they they had the tag match with. Who were they against?
1: Uh, what was that? It's, they keep. It's all. It's always this embassy crowd.
0: Oh, I was embassy in the something of
1: agony or gates of agony, g-
0: gates of agony. Um. <clears throat> so let's move on to the women's stuff. So there's three things mainly happening. Uh, we have the women's title, mm. which is really it's all about Jamie Hader. Yep. Uh, to be honest, Tony Storm it's <laughs> like Thunder Rosa did, doesn't feel like the main thing
1: it yeah, just feels like she's playing second fiddle
0: to the yeah. challenger but it's not even the, the challenger I don't blame like Jamie no, 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 should no, be no. a big deal but it's like the the Brit and Soraya stuff seems to be framed as uh, this is the main thing in the women's division and it's not about the title um because mm. everything has to be about Brit at all times yep um so they did separate interviews where they were supposed to do you know, What did you think of the Soraya one?
1: Uh, shit, I'm trying to remember it now.
0: So it was the sit-down interview where she was yeah. ta- talking about, you know, not being able to wrestle again, and then... Uh, oh,
1: yeah, that's right. And she says she she was asked the big questions. She's oh, that's right. I'm going to have to see another doctor next week and stuff.
0: That's she, right. She has to be at this stage. <laughs> she comes out the like tonight and is all like, ah oh, sorry, I can't wrestle. <laughs> it's gonna be like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> what are, uh, are we doing? Uh, but like nice. why, <laughs> why 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 string people along? No. Uh um, I would
1: say she's she's obviously gonna be alright to wrestle and this is obviously gonna lead to a match between them two. Hundred well. percent.
0: But uh it'll be interesting to see what quality of that might mm. they're starting to like reference back to Jamie Hader and Tony Storm's past, but it's still in mm. backstage pre-tapey stuff. As like, why can't they get to do something in the ring live, mm. other than beat each other up after their matches? Because that's all that's really been happening at the minute. Um, it's like the, the, I, I think them two need live promo time to make them seem like the the biggest thing on the show. Um, and then, like for the TBS title, we were subjected to a... Oh, Jesus. I wouldn't even call that a match. No. So...
1: It was a segment.
0: Uh, let's sort of recap. So, Nyla Rose has stolen the TBS title. Yes. But it's being a right dick about it. Um, Jade is still defending the title despite not having it. And she got put up against...
1: Uh, Shafir again.
0: Marina Shafir again because, yeah, we couldn't get enough of that match the first time. Yeah. Uh Jeez. So bad, but it wasn't much of a match because Nyla came out and started commentating live. Yep, and then there was
1: one red line she said that near killed me though. <laughs> okay. So obviously, Jade's coming up the ramp, and uh, Nyla goes, Hey, did you not pay attention in Sesame Street because he's nearly reached the big number? <laughs> oh, I, <know. laughs> uh, I
0: was like, Very good, very good. The only guy, like, should they be doing this sort of stuff with
1: Um, this? this? mm.
0: They didn't used to do stuff like this.
1: They have they're gonna have to let these two put on a hell of a match. But obviously, this to me, this will be Jade's big thing because she's obviously always been the powerhouse in her matches. And we know she's, she struggles to do some stuff even with smaller people. So I don't know how the fuck she's gonna do anything with Nyla.
0: I can't see. It being a good match. I assume this is gonna be full gear. Uh,
1: if uh, I was if I was fucking Tony Khan, I'd be alright Nyla, you're taking the belt over.
0: Well I know you'd do that. Know, <laughs> uh,
1: But it's like I know this 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 whole thing about the TBS title's been made for Jade and all the rest of it, but like I d I, I don't feel, I feel like it's even benefiting her anymore.
0: Uh, I like Jade uh it, as long as like it's no, well, she's not wrestling. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's still like match wise, the, the it's not great stuff. But like everything else is good, and I and I think it's good for her to have a title, um, mm. especially since she hasn't been beat. Why the fuck would you not have a title if you've not been beat? You need who? a title.
1: I'm guessing that someone's obviously going to get made when they beat her. But
0: but who, who would? Yeah, I don't know. We obviously
1: knew who it was supposed to be, and then they got injured. I mean, are they just gonna wait?
0: Could just wait till Statlander comes back, and that's that'll continue, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um,
1: the only other thing I would like to say about the women's division: I'm so glad Athena's turned heel.
0: Yeah, that happened on Dark, though. But
1: <laughs> I'm hoping they keep it though.
0: Yeah, they, they should, but they'll, they'll probably have to do something on TV to sort of cement that, because uh, mm. most people... Um, so Jericho's continuing his challenge of all of Ring of Honor. Um, he had a mystery opponent of a, a past Ring of Honor champion of any kind.
1: We and, were so convinced it was PCO.
0: <laughs> but who comes out? Not in in Colcabana. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah triumph from return. Iga, for how shit this crowd was, they gave him a really good, uh, good reaction. Um, and it's good to see Colt back on TV, because he's been pretty much missing since CM Punk happened. He got shafted. <sighs> yeah. He, he kind of did. did. Um, y- you could see when it came out, that took him by surprise, too.
1: Aye. I think I you I were right, his face. Star, I reckon that would have been something Jericho
0: demanded. I would say so. Uh, we know Jericho's feelings about Punk, um, so, yeah. I would imagine, well, you, you, you could easily believe he said a uh, Jericho request that happen. Uh, and that's a man who Tony Khan cannot say no to. Nope.
1: I guess that means the Dark Order is actually gained a man again.
0: <laughs> Yay! Wasn't wearing his Dark Order gear.
1: No, but he was in Ring of Honor mode, I guess.
0: Yeah. But, uh, bit of a, there was a scary looking botch during this one where, like, Mm-hmm. And Colt tried to get Jericho up on his shoulders on, on the, the turnbuckle, rope. and they sort of all just tumbled over. It was like, fuck. Yep. Uh, got there in God. the end. Who's next for Jericho?
1: Oh, Jesus, PCO. Oh, no. <laughs> no idea, I think. Well, I suppose you'd on Rampage, you would uh, Claudio and Danielson, so he's got his match for full Gearsher.
0: Right. Uh, it's a four-way. Yeah. Is that where you end it? Nah, it's probably not. So what is it? It's Danielson, Claudio... Sammy. And Sammy challenging for the Ring of Honor. It'd be interesting if Sammy won it. Mm. But like, they're doing the thing is like where he's telling Sammy, oh, you'll do the right thing. And it's like, are you really trying to get sympathy on Sammy Guevara? Yeah. I, uh, I, I, like... I don't think you can do it. Fa- I think that would be completely impossible. No one's going to cheer Sammy Guevara. Doesn't matter what no. you do to him. You may as well just have him do what Jericho tells him.
1: Yeah. For the best thing for him.
0: So the All Atlantic title last week had a like really weird stipulation. Yes, that's
1: right. Good so, match as well.
0: Yeah. So it it was um what was that? It was a Luchasaurus.
1: Ray Phoenix and Cassidy. Ray
0: Phoenix and Cassidy in a triple threat for the All Atlantic title. Uh and the winner got to sign a contract with their dream opponent. Mm. It's like well that could be anybody um but it's, it's really weird. Uh, it's, well, to the the match is really good. Um, we had Jungle Boy come out interfere and take take out Luchasaurus in a really crazy it was way. Brilliant, basically. I was
1: brilliant but, looking. That as I was saying beforehand, you could you just know them to trust each other. They've known each other that long. He was like, "I just run up, my fall pelt. I'll be able to take it." Um, but even before that, I I know I know he's a baddie and we're supposed to boo and all they made luchasaurus look like an unstoppable monster he just he was knocking down for anything he was just taking out both guys constantly and then obviously he was taking cassidy up the the ramp and that's where this all happened christian obviously halfway during the mass decided i don't need to be ringside anymore and starts commentating and everything christian is so fucking good by the way he's such a slimy wee bastard he's put mm-hmm. but i uh, jungle boy comes out takes out Luchasaurus, so that actually really well explains why he couldn't win. We had a great finish then between uh, Ray Phoenix and Orange Cassidy, and then I couldn't believe what happened next, because I I only know the wee bit about this guy from the story you were telling us. Uh,
0: So, uh, I I mentioned before on this podcast, but um, Shibata, um, he's a Japanese wrestler, who in 2016... Not sure. Yeah. Basically, he was an up-and-coming wrestler. He was going to be a star in New Japan. He was going to be champion. It was just a matter of time. And he had um, basically collapsed after a match. Had to have emergency brain surgery and then was told, that you're you dumb. You just can't. If you wrestle again, you might die. Uh, so a couple of years ago, he came back and wrestled like a, an exhibition with uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., which was no strikes, just holds on the ring for five minutes uh you know transition and uh, different submissions and stuff and it was it was good i mean it wasn't taking any bumps and all and he's had a mm-hmm. he, he has had a match since then but then see so yeah, his music hits and you're like oh that's the guy that's going to challenge for the all-atlantic title in a proper full-on match uh against orange cassidy no less it's like yeah let's do this um yep. and this is his third match ever and it's on Rampage. <laughs> I, it was
1: it was quite it was a right. So that match itself was really good. And Fuck obviously it, I like to leave it the bit at the end as well. Pack has never shown fear from really anybody, but when Shibana came walking out He's, I didn't realize he was so good at this. The facial expression, the eyeballs, and he was like, "I fuck this. I'm uh, out of here." So, <laughs> how Shibata badass this guy is!
0: Kick your fucking head off! <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> oh, as I as, as I seen during this match, holy
0: fuck! Aye, some stiff kicks. eh? you but but see, every time, every time Shibata takes a takes a hit, it's like you wince, just know what you mm-hmm. know. But it's like Orange Cassidy was really good at um, protecting him as well. Cause he would right. do is like running into the corner, but he make sure he's he's hitting him in the chest, mm-hmm. uh, and that's... um like is it a good idea to be doing this? I don't know. That's up. That's to him. Obviously, what the man wants to do, <laughs> he wants to do. That's Do you know
1: what I noticed during the match though? What I I don't I hope I don't sound bad saying this, but you see his Shibata's build, yeah, his hairstyle,
0: even his movements, yeah,
1: and his gear on top of that, even his gear yeah have you ever watched enter the dragon
0: all oh, right bruce lee when he's
1: you remember the start though i mean the very start of it when he's like doing the training match he around
0: and, his and he's his just pants. in the
1: black trunks
0: yeah That
1: just all i could see was i was like holy fuck this guy's like a real life bruce lee
0: I, he's, and got, he's, just... I, he's got a very sort of uh enoki ish mm. sort of vibe going on um, maybe not as big as Inoki was, um, we did, he recently passed away, but we were, that's oh, right. we were all hiatus up at that time. So. Um, but yeah, he's, he's like, you ever see any of these fighting tournament anime, like, like Baki the Grappler? I've seen see pictures, that? I've never uh, actually watched them. That's the guy, that's the, that, that, that's the guy, that's Baki. Uh. Like, <laughs> just everything he does. Um, and like, a, all the characters now are based on real life people, but, um, Aye. uh, yeah, Shibata's is really good. Uh, I, I don't know if he'll, he's never going to be what he should have been though. I, I can't mm. ever see him getting to the point of, you know, wrestling the schedule that it were required to be an AWGP heavyweight champion. Aye. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but could be wrong. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room. Oh fuck the the convicted <sighs> rapist elephant in the in the room. Oh, my, my. That really annoys. It. Right, so Mike Tyson on commentary for this match. It was as bad as you think it is. No, it was worse. Than it was what you it think. was worse. And then it's it, it annoys me. It was them guys. Like, oh, you're the man, Mike. Uh, it's like so uh. it's like man, this guy's done jail time for some real nasty shit. Maybe. Yep maybe he shouldn't be on tv at all yeah
1: i i don't get why people suddenly just forget mike tyson's past yeah
0: why why, he doesn't like someone else could be in there doing that someone who isn't like he he may have completely changed but as far and be completely repentant you know for but as far as i'm concerned it's like that's no you shouldn't be in that place of privilege anymore (laughs) you yeah yeah, exactly
1: if you're repentant you don't turn around and go well i'm gonna you know just Go around in society like nothing ever happened. You're like, continue on where I left off. You go into a corner and you just be quiet and you know, maybe just sit there till everyone forgets about you. But I don't know, man. The match was so good, but he just oh man, he was talking over everybody and like.
0: I think he was there just to make JR look good. Ah uh, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't understand why this happened. We're like, we're in Atlantic City. Mike Tyson guys. does he live there or something? I Is don't that his know. thing? I have no idea. No idea. I don't know. It's just it's
1: like, go on. Stop doing this. Oh. Yeah. I mean who who's our next commentator? Prince Andrew?
0: Oh Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ.
1: I know, I I did that joke. I'm so sorry, folks. I, I, <laughs> I grabbed that low-hanging fruit joke. But if AEW is going to pick these people as commentators, you know, fuck, you know, like they never know when they first come to England that we all oh, we need a guest commentator. Huh? Let's see who can we get. Fuck no. But match was fantastic. But thank, but thank Christ, it was only one match anyway.
0: Watch it on mute.
1: Fuck. Ah. Or maybe there'll be a way to mod it so you know you just get to hear Excalibur and Tony Giovanni. That'd be great.
0: I just wanted to very quickly before um, mm. I w- I watch more of WWE. Watch uh, yes, watch Raw and SmackDown. I did not watch Crunge. I've I've heard the consensus that uh, Logan Paul put in a good showing.
1: But now did he do that, or did Roman Reigns make him look no, good? No,
0: apparently he's very good at jumping off stuff and all right. But there's one thing he should not be forgiven for, and I can't believe he did this, and it's oh, completely bullshit. He did the Buckshot Laureate.
1: Okay, get fucked, Logan Paul.
0: <laughs> he did a better Buckshot Laureate than CM Punk.
1: Yeah, I could do a better Buckshot Laureate than CM <laughs> Punk.
0: Um, I don't think he follows wrestling... So, I don't know where he got that from or who told him to do that, because that is... He's
1: probably thinking, oh, I've made up this amazing move. Ah, It was, like,
0: like spot on. It was like, that was copying. Someone's shown him this and said, you Uh, should do this.
1: Oh, fair enough, eh. But someday he's going to be at an airport, and this big handsome cowboy is going to tap him on the shoulder and show him how it's done.
0: I thought you were going to say you were going to find him at an airport and give him a (laughs) buckshot.
1: I wouldn't waste my money trying to find him. (laughs) bro, <laughs> so I'd, I'd have to have like keep a picture of him to make sure i know what he looks like like where is this bastard have you seen this guy around here i'm looking for him um
0: a couple of other things that, that happened hmm. um so i think it's on raw so they're doing the whole thing you know the good brothers are there now with yep um with aj yep as they're called themselves um the OC, I believe. The OC, yeah, uh, which is way better than the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've. Uh, he's feeding with uh, Finn Bauer, of all people, um, along with his group. Um, whose name? It's like, you know, Dominic Mysterio. Um,
1: oh, the knockoff House of Black. <gasps> we forgot to mention.
0: Oh, yeah, there was a House of Black promo. Holy shit.
1: And it looked amazing.
0: So maybe. Maybe he's not done. Maybe he'll be back. The
1: true House of Black will be back. <laughs> or, he did,
0: or he just did a promo video for those guys on his way out. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Because in the promo, know, it,
0: it, they all looked pretty dead.
1: Yeah, but oh. the, the last line is, Father of the Black Lights will rise again. And you're like,
0: oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> I've rewatched it about three times. I <laughs> thought it was a brilliant vignette. Uh, it, is,
0: it is very well done. Um, but anyway, so uh, the OC have been uh, feuding with... I can't mind Finn Balor's Not name. House of Black? <laughs> not They're nothing like House of Black.
1: Okay. And Rhea, yeah. Rhea, Rhea I Ripley's... I remember Brody King.
0: They, they have, like, Rhea Ripley and um, Julia Hart could not be more polar opposites in the way <laughs> Rhea Ripley's, like, fucking slamming Luke Gallows, lifting him up <laughs> and slamming him. It's just uh, fucking brilliant. But that's the thing, is she keeps getting involved. So uh, the OC have got someone... Um, to to deal with the, the Ripley problem, and it's Mia Yim. Oh, nice! So uh, you know more Mia Yim? Does she fit into that group? Do you think is does that work?
1: She's a bad bastard, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I think they're the faces. Oh, I. No, uh,
1: so when before just before she left, she was the girl I was telling you was doing all the intergender matches. Yeah, yeah. So she has. She is. Absolutely fantastic! Like she was, <laughs> she had some brilliant matches right, that, with uh, Matt Taven and all.
0: That makes sense because see with see with this this whole thing that they're they're flirting with it mm. with Rhea Ripley and that they're, like they're definitely flirting with inter, more intergender stuff. Like it's it's kind of like the mixed tag then I'm guessing I,
1: of the uh, AEW. Yeah, yeah. The way the women sometimes do moves on the men.
0: I I can't see it going full on like oh impact. we're just we're just doing intergender <laughs> matches i don't think that'll All ever right. happen in wwe but they're like you know it, it's gonna be just for this me and uh, and rhea ripley thing where they're they're gonna mm. be they'll do moves on the guys not don't think it will ever no, get it um what do you know about austin theory you're familiar with him kn- you know him from impact no i only know his name i can't think yeah. of him He's a young wrestler is he's, he's pretty promising, um, but they had, when Vince was still there, they had him w- win Money in the Bank, and it was just a like, shock win, you know? All oh, right. Like, oh, the person you least thought likely to win Money in the Bank won Money in the Bank. He was like then Vince's wee lackey or whatever,
2: or his wee <laughs> favourite.
0: Mm. Um, But they've been stuck with him having the Money in the Bank briefcase, being able to mm. cash in at any time for any title he wants, and you're like this wee Austin Theory guy is going to take down Roman Reigns and his 600-odd-day title ra- No, mm. that's never happening. Um, so they basically they, they basically had um, Seth Rollins, who is the U.S. title, and he was doing Open Challenge, but there's all sorts of shenanigans um, about who's going to challenge him. Eventually, it's Bobby Lashley. Um, Bobby Lashley goes fucking nuts kicks the shit out of him, gets disqualified wherever the match is called off but I mean, pizza the ever-loving shit out of um, out of Seth Rollins mm. out slinks Austin Theory with the key- briefcase as is like, cash in I won the US title <laughs> which he tries Bobby Lashley comes back out beats a living fuck out of him <laughs> As well, <laughs> and then, uh, and then Seth Rollins retains getting the whole money in the bank thing out of the way. That's uh, that's off Austin Theory's back. You can go do something else with him now that actually makes Boy. sense. Um, I just Bobby Lashley's such a fucking badass in WWE, eh? he's just a oh, monster, aye. absolute monster.
1: The tank that moves like a race car that was the best description I ever heard of him.
0: <laughs> um on SmackDown, there was a fantastic match as well. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Gunther for the IC title. Um, yeah, that would be, man. The IC title matters again. Just really mm. a hard-hitting Gunther all over Rey for most of it. Fiery comebacks. Um, mm. Gunther's great. He has made that title matter. Um, and also, you know, Triple H too and stuff like saying, yeah, this is the main event of SmackDown.
2: Yeah, um,
0: yeah. That'll, that'll help as us- and just one last thing, Braun Strowman's still shite.
1: <laughs> Shocker.
0: <laughs> still doing the old, oh, I'm going to just run under a group of boys and they'll go flying and then that's all I do. Uh. He was out talking shit about uh, Flippy rip Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> what a dickhead. Yeah, he actually said that. <laughs> oh,
1: Christ. No, he actually used Omega's <laughs> name.
0: Yeah.
1: <At the> <laughs> I get fucked, Strowman. He claims he's a strong man, and I watched him once in a strong man competition. He didn't finish a single event, so he's shit at that as well.
0: He doesn't look like a strong man. No. He looks like someone drew a strong man, but if you watch strong man competitions, none of the boys look that cheap.
1: Yes, none of them. (laughs) That's why when they were doing one of my favourite events is the big atlas stones. You know, they have to lift the big stones up.
0: Oh, he didn't have that nice layer of fat to
1: No, he did cushion. not. I think he got he got two stones up and he was bait. the other boy <laughs> had them all done by the time he got the second
0: one up. <laughs> and you're all, get out of this competition. It's Kenny Omega would have done that better.
1: <laughs> he probably fucking would No one Kenny's a madman. Oh, fuck. he had just been... V-triggering the stones, breaking them in half and put them up <laughs> half at <of the> a time. <laughs> like a clever man. Right.
0: Oh, on that visual, we're, we'll call it a day. Um, yep. And wrap up episode 76. Uh, uh, we will be back hopefully on Tuesday next week. Uh, see Good you then. Day. Goodbye.
2: Bye.